0: Beautiful. It's going to be an all time of the night. Alright, uh, Rome, I got something for your ass. What are we driving?
1: Welcome back to the Fast 5-Minute Podcast. A show all about everyone's least favorite Fast and the Furious movie. Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, in case you're new... Welcome.
0: Glad (laughs) you're here. Weird time to pop in, but we're We're glad you're
1: here. (laughs) Weird time to pop in, but the premise of the show is each week we go over five minutes of the Fast and the Furious franchise at a time. This week we were talking about minute ninety to ninety-five. It's episode nineteen of season two. We're in the end game of this movie, Guard. Uh, My name's Stone. That's Guard. We're the co. We're the co-hosts
0: and Guard. New, by the way, it might make more sense to start at the beginning, but uh who am I to tell you what to do? Yeah,
1: do what you want, man. I'm not your dad.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> but uh we're getting close to this movie and I'm it being over and I'm glad and uh my brain's broken as you can tell. So uh Guard, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. Um I'm not going to lie and say that I'm Sad this movie's coming to its conclusion. I'm pretty no, stoked no, no, no. about it. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um that being said, I think the podcast was fun the whole season.
1: Yeah, we've we've had some we've had some goofs and some gaffs and some good times.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh so we I think we've persevered nicely. Uh we had some heinous source material, if I could be so bold, and I think we've come out on top on the other side.
1: If we can podcast through this movie, we can podcast through any movie. Is what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, World War Two.
1: <laughs> World War Two
0: historical events. We're moving on to perhaps
1: maybe. No, how, it's how, do you, be... how would
0: that podcast go? A comedy podcast about World War <laughs> Two. That's I don't think we could get past that one,
1: dude. World War Two, notoriously very funny.
0: <laughs> Some things were funny. I I assume I don't I haven't heard a tale of them, but. Um... I I'm do, I just <laughs> thought of the worst thing we could try to do a comedy podcast about, and that comes to mind. World War II? Yeah.
1: Oh, I think there's some worse things out there, but I don't want to get into them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not start the episode with too uh, upsetting of things. My fault on that one there. That's okay.
1: Guard, do you have uh, anything off the top you'd like to chit-chat um, about? Just... The only thing well, you I really have me. is an
0: ad spot. Um, that being said, I haven't checked the email this week, uh, but I usually get notification if we get one, so I think it's okay.
1: I'm in the same boat.
0: Great. Also, we do have um, a couple submissions. I take that back. We do have an email, and we have a couple submissions for what the fans uh, are called. We do, yeah. Which we can follow up on.
1: We can. Um. Well get into it.
0: Sure. Uh <laughs> number 1 submission via email uh was by Mr. Brady Beers, which of course is a made-up name. No one's last name is Beers, obviously. But no, that insane. being said, Brady says uh one name we could consider is the Fast Bros, which is what Brady affectionately refers to us as. So oh. it would be fun to then turn around and call the fans that and I like that level of equality between fan and host as well. Uh yeah, yeah, that is good. There can't be one without the other, either way <laughs> around, cannot. you know. So um Great. I like that Love, one. that. Love to hear it. The other submission is from uh our dear friend and fan, uh, you know, Willie Boag.
1: The Willster, as we the refer Will- to him.
0: <laughs> the Will Man, as many <laughs> referred to him. <laughs> the <Yes. Wilster>. um, <laughs> he, he likes to, he tells us, I'm pulling up his tweet now. That's right, Willie. I knew your name uh, without even looking at it. I have a great name anxiety and I overcame it just now because I know it was Willie's. Anyway, he has a good suggestion as well. Uh, he would like to have the fan base be called the Five Milia or the Fast Ooh. Five Milia.
1: Fast Five Milia. That's really funny. That's really clever
0: which I like as well. Um, so at this <laughs> point, it's pretty close for me to call. I, I enjoy both of them, and I don't want to tell either of them that their idea uh, was worse than the other one. I, do, I can't decide right now.
1: I can't either. Um, let's just keep it fluid at this point. Maybe we'll lock it down later. Maybe we won't. Possible
0: Twitter poll in the future if there's uh, enough controversy. Yeah. At absolutely. this point, there's no controversy whatsoever, so uh, we can use them interchangeably.
1: We can. Maybe we should just build up a repertoire and just change it every time. Who knows?
0: Sure. Why not, huh?
1: Why not? Um, Well, thank you for sending those in. Uh, If you have any others, fans, please let us know. We're not mind readers. Tweet it at us. Comment (laughs) on an Instagram post.
0: Either way is fine.
1: I don't know what you're thinking.
0: Use your words. (laughs) Are you chastising the fans? (laughs) <laughs> You're chastising those uh, the fans that have yet to write us an email or interact with our socials. Yes, I am. You well, you me. better tell them what the socials are, just in case.
1: Well, yeah, get at us at uh, Twitter, at thefast5pod. Um, the number five in there. Same on Instagram. And uh, that's our email, too, the thefast5pod at gmail.com.
0: Remember the the and the number five, both very important and finding
1: wildly us. important. <laughs>
0: uh also shout out to all of those who have left five star reviews on Spotify and iTunes. We, I I know iTunes is old news now but we still appreciate you. Um quite a few of them have been rolling in so appreciate that.
1: No, it is it's big for us. It's great to it hear. Is.
0: It helps new people find the show as well which is awesome. Um and with that being said, uh, the sponsor won't be happy unless I get to the segment soon, Stone.
1: Okay, yeah. And we got to keep him happy. That's right. Happy sponsor, happy life is the old saying I go by.
0: That's what all the podcasters always say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week is brought to you by Modern Art. Ooh. <clears throat> Need to feel superior and have money to spend with literally no other conceivable use? Want something hanging in your house that guests aren't sure if you made yourself or bought? (laughs) Consider purchasing modern art.
1: Wow, I love that. I love modern art. I love looking at it and thinking, I wonder what this means, even though it's just some squiggles on a piece of canvas.
0: Uh, Much like our podcast design stone, while you may enjoy modern art, I despise it greatly. Oh, really? (laughs) I think it's just awful.
1: Um it has its place. I I like high quality modern art. You know? I don't like I don't. that I don't I like low quality. I don't like a a shape on a canvas in a color. No, I want it to be weird and wild and all the way out there. Um
0: I see think what many would say ass. is the high quality modern art is the worst of modern art.
1: Well, yeah. That's Probably true, but...
0: uh, I went to a museum one time, uh, the Museum of Modern Art, like, the (laughs) the biggest place in the whole world for modern art. where
1: all modern art is kept.
0: One of the displays was a canvas with a hole in it, and the guy said, the description said, imagine all the possibilities.
1: See, that's stupid.
0: I That's just the that. laziest shit I've ever heard of in my life, dude. Whoever made that should be fucking ashamed of themselves.
1: <laughs> they should be. Can I tell you about a piece of modern art that I really liked the last time I was in a museum?
0: I guess, but just know that I will be inclined to not like it.
1: It was um, <laughs> it was at the uh, an art museum in Sacramento. Don't know what it was called. Museum of Art in Sacramento. And it was a... A box made out of canvas, like a painting canvas on like three sides of the box, and then the rest was like open, so you could see like through and like the framing of the canvas. And it was a a MacBook box, but hand painted on the outside of the canvas just to look like a MacBook box. I don't know why, really enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, that's great. Um, I like more than modern art, literally any other art style ever conceived.
1: Well, what's your favorite uh, style of art? If you're trashing our sponsor here publicly.
0: Renaissance, I guess. I don't know if that's a style, but I like classical.
1: Okay. Same, same for music, big into classical?
0: I'm not, no. I prefer okay. modern music.
1: So you're so your eyes are classical, but your ears are more modern? That's what right, you're telling yeah. me? Okay, That's interesting.
0: Right. Learning a I'm lot a complicated about you. Guy. Well, great. Yeah. Um, anyway, that concludes our art segment of the podcast. Art
1: corner. <laughs> um, Everyone
0: tu- tuning in for <laughs> tuning into the Fast Five Pod for Garden Stones' uh, highbrow art commentary.
1: <laughs> guard. Yes. Um, before we get into it, I thought I I just wanted to talk about a thing. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Sure. We don't, this this episode isn't... Not a lot happens, so I thought it'd pat terrible. it in the front.
0: I do I thought, have a great segment near the end, though. Well, great. I love that. I love Before to hear it, because I don't.
1: <laughs> um, anyway. I thought it'd be nice to be able to take this chance off the top in this podcast that me and you are, are doing currently at this mm-hmm. exact moment to maybe mm-hmm. just put some thoughts out there. Maybe it's a hot take. Maybe it's an apology. Or maybe... Oh. In my case, this week, it's just a little recommendation. Is that okay?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm concerned, but yeah.
1: No, and it's just it's just a thing I thought about, and I just wanted to share with you, because okay. you're my friend, and I like talking to you about stuff. So okay. feel free to come in with anything you want at the beginning, and let me know about it.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, Guard, I'm going to preface this with a question. When was the last time you listened to an album, a music album, start to finish?
0: Uh, good question. I actually uh, have an exact answer for this, funnily okay. enough. Yeah? Uh, remember when I told you I drove on Das Autobahn in Germany? Yes. Yes. Uh, this is timely as well. This was a great question, Stone. We didn't talk about <laughs> this previously, everyone, uh, even <laughs> Absolutely though it's not. feel like we did. We just um, have great chemistry. I listened to In Germany on Das Autobahn about two years ago now Uh, Maybe one year ago now, actually. I don't know. Whenever I was in Germany, about a year ago, I think, I listened to Bad Out of Hell by Meatloaf. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Front to back.
1: Well, great. Um, And Guard, a follow-up question. Have you ever listened to an album start to finish? And that's the only thing you're doing. It's not in the background. You're not driving a car. You're not doing chores. You just sit down with the experience of listening to the full album.
0: Can't say I've ever done that.
1: That's what I'd like to recommend for everyone. I, uh, Guard, you know this about me, and mm-hmm. audience, uh, you're learning this, have a lovely little uh, vinyl record collection that um, I have a couple hundred, uh, which is too many, <laughs> vinyl mm-hmm. records. And, you know, I think the experience of listening to an album start to finish is something that no, people don't do anymore because of streaming and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. You listen to your song, you move on. But there, there's, a, there's a whole album there, and you gotta. Sometimes it's nice to slow down, just sit down and listen to it front to back, and that's what I'm gonna recommend.
0: Um. Okay, that sounds nice, Stone. I I am curious what the apology part of that was.
1: Oh no, I just thought if it, if you have a hot take, if you have an apology, if you have a recommendation, we can just get them out in the open right here at the beginning of the pod. If I have
0: an apology. Yeah, I mean about anything. Uh, Are you expecting? Just- Have I wronged you in some way?
1: Guard, I'm giving you. I'm giving you um, <laughs> prompts. Freelance. I'm giving you prompts to potentially bring something to I the see. start of a podcast. In the case of this one right now, where the five minutes nothing really happens, <laughs> and I'm trying to pad for time. That's what I'm putting out there. I'm not expecting okay, you great. to apologize to me or to anyone. <laughs> I just... Good,
0: because I won't.
1: <laughs> Good. I've never known you to apologize <laughs> for anything. Even when you're in the wrong. Never once. That's something I know about you.
0: What? I'm just a... I say Again, sorry. To... That's it's, a joke. I... it's a joke. It's a joke, guard. Come on. disparaging my character now for the content.
1: Guard, it's a joke. Everyone knows it's a joke. You're actually the most pol- apologetic person I've ever known, sometimes to your fault.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. This okay, we're this is off the rails now. I apologize to uh everyone for uh my lack of apologies in the beginning. So there there we can cover both of our bases. <laughs> um to your original point, Stone, that sounds lovely. Um
1: Yeah, listen take an album that you like, a couple songs on, just listen to it start to finish. It's a real nice time.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I can try that. I've literally never done that in my life um without doing something else. I have many times driving.
1: See, and, and with, with records, you're kind of forced to listen to a full album, because listening to a single song on a record is just the dumbest thing, you know? Right, right. Then so because of that, I'm kind of forced, yeah, I'm kind of forced to listen to the full album. Not forced to, but it'd be dumb if I didn't. Right. You okay, know, well, that's all I'm saying. Just putting that out go. there.
0: And Garg, you, you don't have music. to
1: apologize for anything.
0: <laughs> Great. Now that now the people have some music and art takes from us to start off today's And I would like to
1: apologize for making Guard feel the need to apologize.
0: (laughs) Okay, enough apologizing. I accept. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Yes. Well Guard. Anyway.
1: (laughs) We've talked about our we've talked about music. We've talked about Das Autobahn, but do you want to talk about this goddamn movie real quick?
0: Uh, yes, I, yeah, yeah, real quick would be great for this one, because we need to get it out of the way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, guard, would you like to tell the beautiful listeners, uh, how this five minute starts or how it ends?
0: Um, yeah, this five minute starts with what I wrote down in my notes as the old switcheroo.
1: (laughs) It does, and it ends on a boat.
0: (laughs) That's right, hell yeah, it does, it does. It ends (laughs) on a boat. Um, well, Uh, which I have a tale to tell you about as part of my bit, but I won't until we get there. Great. Um,
1: like you said, it starts with a switcheroo. We're jumping in where we left off as per this show. Um, Brian's contemplating murdering the goon in his car.
0: (laughs) He is. He's Um, he's thinking he's holding, he's holding a
1: button, thumb on the trigger uh, just waiting to absolutely blast this guy into next week. To eject and him and out the side
0: down. of his car, not the top for some reason. Yes,
1: to blow this guy, clean out the passenger side of his car. But then he doesn't.
0: Now, in Brian's defense, this murder uh, is possibly justified. I would say definitely is justified. The other gentleman he's contemplating killing is definitely going to kill him.
1: Yeah, we know that this goon that Brian's Thinking about killing is going has orders to kill him uh, in mere moments. So yes,
0: so uh, Brian's uh, extrajudicious killing is in the right on this <laughs> one. Good for Brian. Good for him. Uh, that's exciting. Uh, however, Stone, we unfortunately do not see a grisly murder of the henchman that's going to kill our hero.
1: <laughs> not yet, anyways.
0: Not yet. Uh, what instead we do see is the old switcheroo. Would you like to explain what that is?
1: Well, the old switcheroo is um, the goon going, get off at Tarpon Point, wherever the hell
0: that is. <gasps> and and Brian says. That's a reenactment of Brian's reaction.
1: Yeah, Brian's like, there's no freaking airstrip there. And the goon says, who said anything about an airstrip? Uh oh. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. Verone's not at the airstrip, which is something we already knew. So I don't know why they're. <laughs> I don't know why this scene didn't come before the police officer <laughs> figuring out that he isn't at the airstrip, but whatever.
0: Yeah. We whatever. now know for a
1: fact he isn't there.
0: <laughs> um, yes, and boy is Brian surprised as hell. Oh no.
1: Dude, he is absolutely blown away.
0: Uh Brian response to, do. to this is uh to carry on business as usual for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he says, "Okay, man. I guess the plans change. I guess we're gonna go where you tell me to." Um, at this point, we see Roman at some undisclosed location where uh, Jimmy, the mechanic, shout out MC Jin, is mm-hmm. waiting with like a SUV. Yeah,
0: I guess so. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Just I guess he was. They were gonna ditch the cars, and those two are gonna like. Right off into the sunset, like, FBI think, be damned?
1: I think that was the plan. Um, but then Roman gets on the on his walkie-talkie. Again, a walkie-talkie that is basically like talking on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. Brian is still in the car with his goon, who is going to kill him later. We the know his
0: feet away from him.
1: Yeah. And Roman goes, where the heck are you, man? You're not at the spot. <laughs> yeah. And, and Brian's like, change of plans, man. We're going here instead. Guard. Mm-hmm. can we talk about the plan and who knows what in this situation? Because it's just so confusing.
0: I was hoping we would as well, because I'm also baffled.
1: Because Roman says, hey man, I'm here, where are you? Implying that Roman knew where to go and was already at this location, but we know that's not true, because... The goon literally just gave Brian the information moments ago while in the car. So before this whole thing, did they have no idea where their end point was going to be?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think that's the the. I mean, so. So Roman Roman's I'm here is in relation to, um, you know, like where Brian and him plan to meet up after killing the goons.
1: Yes, the the goons had no, uh, did not know about this place or this plan. Uh, Brian and Roman were double crossing the goons.
0: Because hopefully the goons would be ejected from the car at this point via Ejecto Cito. Yes. Which is, of course, what Roman refers to the plan as. Yes. Now, the goons, on the other hand, presumably both knew that they weren't going to the airstrip, correct?
1: I'd assume so, at least the one that Brian's with knew. We don't know about the other one. He's dead.
0: (laughs) And then for a little bit further, I I promise everyone this is all relevant. Stick with us. (sighs) Yeah, For a little bit later, uh, it seemed to me like a lot of people knew uh, about the airstrip thing because there's like... The goon gives, like, a face, like, Brian's like, there's no airstrip here. And he's like, who said anything about an airstrip? And he's like, so he, like, knows about the original airstrip plan, wouldn't you say?
1: I guess that's what it seems like.
0: And then there's also, like, just straight up people at the airport.
1: There's at least enough people to, like, pull up a plane and, like, a car with at least a driver, I'd assume.
0: So, so you would think Varone told them to be there, right?
1: I'd assume so.
0: Okay, so that that doesn't make a ton of sense to me with the next scene.
1: No, and it it uh, it doesn't make sense to me how the goon in Brian's car doesn't understand that there he's about to get crossed when Roman says, "I'm at the spot," knowing well that Roman. Doesn't know where the spot
0: is. Yeah, Roman doesn't know, and so he can't possibly the, be there.
1: And he's not at the final spot when Brian and the goon show up. Yes, what is so it? surely oh the gosh.
0: goon knows that something's gone t- terribly wrong with his comrade.
1: He, I hope so. I hope he would understand that. But also, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, I don't either. Let's move on because Anyways, everyone's confused. So so the reason we're all going through this, for one, is because of the goon, but two, what happens next? So they, so Brian tells well, Roman, crucially, that yes. the plans change.
1: Yes, and then Roman conveys to Jimmy the mechanic that Brian's not coming because his lady's alone with the Verone, which I'm glad he said that out loud because I didn't think of that. <laughs>
0: I didn't think of that either. So that was so, a good tip off.
1: So that's a that's a that's a piece of dialogue that uh, I'm glad was in there because yeah, would have good been job, very confused director. without it. <laughs> yeah, good job. We just berated you for how dumb everything is, but good job on that one line. Yeah,
0: yeah, good tip off.
1: So then, Brian. By the and way, his... uh,
0: Monica has been upgraded to Brian's woman now. Oh yeah, yeah apparently. Congrats, I guess. Congrats to you. Congrats uh, are in order for becoming someone's woman, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. as,
1: as determined by Roman, someone who's not a part of this relationship at all.
0: Anyways. Someone who I would guess has never had a girlfriend. He
1: had that, remember that one girl that he specifically said wasn't good looking and made fun of Brian for getting with? <laughs> and then we learned he also got with, so you know.
0: Right. um, Got with her, but did he date her? I doubt it, dude.
1: No one would... Anyone that spends more than, I don't know, 10 minutes with Roman knows that he's not boyfriend material. That's
0: right.
1: Um. Anyways.
0: Yeah, anyways.
1: Brian and his goon show up to some oceanfront property because that's abundant in Miami. And Indeed. Verone's there.
0: He's Verone's wearing there with an, an enormous mega yacht.
1: Uh, a huge yacht, a uh, a silk black shirt buttoned about halfway up, and some mm-hmm. gorgeous flowy white pants and some another? white slip-on moccasins. Sick yes. fit. Sick fit by him. Gotta <laughs> and along accompanying
0: his sick fit, he also has Monica Fuente and uh, yet another goon, a third goon that I don't know if we've met or not yet. It doesn't matter. He's there. doesn't the matter.
1: Gun. Oh, I'd also like to point out that his... Um, his silk shirt is so fucking flexy that it has his initials embroidered into the cuff of it. Awesome. Great really touch. Cool. Yeah, yeah. CV, CV on the cuff so everyone knows that it's his silk shirt. That's right. Nobody That's right. else's.
0: Um, did um, we say that he
1: had a shotgun? He has a big shotgun as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, Verone has a gun. The goon in Brian's car has a gun? Um, or yes. Or at least obtains ones from somewhere. Uh, the the third
1: unknown goon has a, a, a whole-ass assault rifle.
0: <laughs> Brian's in a terrible way is what we're getting at.
1: There's a lot of, a lot of goons with a lot of guns.
0: <laughs> However, up till now, Brian at least has followed the plan. He delivers the cash to Veron's feet, but Veron feels something is afoot. Yes. Why does yes. he know something is afoot?
1: Well, he says there is... Uh, agents all over my jet at the airstrip which is mm, curious because I only told that to one person hmm. and then he goes over and touches Monica's face and says agents are getting so pretty these days aren't they and then Function. orders her on to the yacht knowing, knows. knowing she now knows that she is in fact an agent
0: Yes. She's been outed as an as undercover FBI agent. Verone likely to put rats on her intestines to let them chew their way through her. Or, or something some other worse. diabolical. He's murder. a
1: sick fucker. We know that.
0: Yes. We're all but, terrified. But, but.
1: Guard, let's talk about that real quick, though.
0: Yeah. Can we? Let's.
1: Because he says, I know that you're crooked because of. You're the only one who knew about the airstrip. Only one person I
0: told about he, the airstrip.
1: I only told a single person about the airstrip, and it's you. But that can't be true, right?
0: No! It <laughs> can't be! It's what This is played as the big reveal. I mean, it's like, um... uh, What's that movie with Mark Wahlberg and the... Te- no? When they're two... Ted. Like, one's an undercover cop, one's... A, it doesn't matter. The whole premise is this huge reveal where, oh, God, I only told one other person. First of all... That's a lot better reveal to the audience if you tell the audience that's the plan beforehand and then we get to watch her fuck up. It's not a good reveal if he says, <laughs> I did this and now I caught you because this is the first we're hearing of it. It would have been so much more dramatic and interesting to have him like tell a henchman, I'm only going to tell Monica and then watch Monica like give it away. That would have been such a better movie to watch instead of fucking the boys going down and back the street a couple times with the other dickheads that they got their cars from. Who gives a shit?
1: But But even if
0: you're into car racing and you thought that was really cool and you didn't need to see all the other stuff, there's no way he only told Monica that they were going to the freaking runway, dude. Uh,
1: But also, is (laughs) did he specifically tell Monica, do not tell anybody else about the
0: right. airstrip. Right! Even if he did because tell her that, that still doesn't prove she's an undercover cop unless he said don't tell anyone or else. Because clearly Brian
1: knows and this goon knows that Brian knows. Yeah. And also there's at least one person in the plane at the airstrip that had to have known about the airstrip and at least one person in the car that's at the airstrip that had to have known about the airstrip. Yeah. So just by the people we've seen with our own eyes during at the, the runtime of currently. this movie, we know that this doesn't make any fucking
0: sense. No, and at, God, to I'm your losing point, my mind watching. This, even if he did only tell Monica, Monica then could have told any number of other henchmen in the organization that was that were the mole, and she yeah, would be off the hook as being the mole. She would just be a bad villain.
1: Yeah, and it, it would make like sense for her to like maybe talk to Brian about this because they're all working for the same employer and yeah, like, yeah I don't <laughs> this is they've missed
0: like... a very crucial scene where they show Varone purposely only telling her and telling her not to tell anyone because without that this makes no fucking sense
1: also he tells her this and then she presumably tells the customs agents and they're there did they not cross-check this did they not have like brian and roman ask what the plan is did they i don't know not look into this the tiniest bit did they not put a tracker on monica and know that she's not at the fucking airstrip what is Mm. going on
0: (laughs) also he couldn't have done this in some other way that wouldn't give up his entire plane. To out the rat?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't why did know, Why didn't he man. tell them
0: to uh meet me here one by one? There's a big a murder going to happen at the warehouse. And then if cops go to the warehouse, then you know it's there but you don't have to, like, put up your own plane or warehouse as collateral. You just say, meet me here at this public place. There's a killing going You know, like... Or,
1: yeah, you wouldn't sacrifice a minimum two of your employees to be arrested on your behalf.
0: Yeah! what I, He gives up two of his, and he has to kill Monaco now, and he also, consequentially, is out an entire plane. This is not a very well-thought-out plan.
1: It isn't. Also, can't- can we? J- he gives him the money. Brian gives Verone the money, uh-huh. and that's what this whole movie has been about.
0: <laughs> yeah, for what, like five hundred thousand dollars?
1: Two duffel bags full of money.
0: <laughs> Roman there's has no, the other half.
1: There's no better way to get him this money than this plan, dog. Come on. How did they get the money in the house at this point?
0: <laughs> Me walking down the street holding the duffel bags would have been a more successful plan than what they did.
1: He's lost at least two employees to being arrested. Um, he's going to have to kill Brian, which is, you know, just a needless
0: crime.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: he, he doesn't he, think. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's down. He's one also plane killing Brian. And Bri- he doesn't even know if Brian's undercover or not.
1: He's just killing him to because he's the bad guy. It's it's very this dude deserves to get caught with how sloppily he's doing. I mean,
0: yeah, international There's like crimes. no insinuation that Brian's undercover as well. He's just like they like take Monica and he's like, okay, kill this guy too because I don't know because he's dating her like.
1: I don't Like, that you sucks. think.
0: Like, what if he wasn't undercover, you know?
1: You think Monica would be able to, like, I don't know, send an SOS text when she pulled up to not the airstrip and could, like, communicate this somehow? I don't know. All of this is stupid. Anyways. Anyway, Monica, yeah, let's play out. He knows out Monica's what? the rat. Uh, he tells the goon. To uh, get rid of Brian and the car, and, him and we Monica. see one last
0: shot of the yacht. Sail- well, before away. then,
1: we have a, a big thing happen where, uh oh, Brian's ejectosedo because didn't doesn't work.
0: That's true, it doesn't. Um, but first, Stone. But first, uh, right before the ejection seat doesn't work, we see. Varone pulling away in the yacht, correct? Correct. Which brings us to this week's installment of Woodstone Captain That. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a game much like all the other Woodstone games, in which I tell you some specs about a uh, vehicle uh, mode of transportation, and you tell me if you would buy it and c- be willing to captain it. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you can, assuming you can in this scenario. Assuming I'm able
1: to get my yacht license. I don't know how yachts
0: work. This happens to be a mega yacht in this installment. So it's pretty exciting stuff.
1: That is pretty exciting.
0: Now, Stone, tragically, I, upon researching said mega yacht, did see a still photo that I am afraid revealed something to me about the future of this film. I'm going to describe the still to you, and you tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how effed up the ending is for me. Okay. The still was the boat uh, from quite a ways away, and the, uh, I don't know boat terms, the top of the boat where the captain stands, uh, there appeared to be a small explosion happening near the top of the boat. The rest of the boat seemed to be intact, Okay. But I don't know if explosions continue to chain through the boat or what was going on. But what I saw was a small explosion near the steering wheel, the, the, uh, the, what do they call the wheel?
1: Um, starboard,
0: the ship wheel. Anyway, Um. that's what I've, that's what I've seen. Am I boned? Is there a big explosion on the boat?
1: Well, Guard, I don't think you're that boned, because I think with context clues, you can assume that something's going to happen with the boat that the villain is on, so I think you're okay.
0: I mean, we're nearing the end of the movie, and they went away on a boat. I thought something would happen. I just didn't know what.
1: Hey, man, spoiler alert. um, The boat that the villain is on right at the end of this five minutes, something happens on it to end the movie.
0: (laughs) Okay, great. I think you could have guessed that. I could have. Yeah, good point. So I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Okay, anyway, continuing on with Woodstone Captain that.
1: Would I Captain that?
0: uh, The thing you're deciding if you will Captain or not today is an AB-145 Mega Yacht. Uh, I like the sound of that. To my knowledge, this was the only one of its kind ever built. I read that in an article that was published quite some time ago, so take that with a grain of salt. There might be a lot more AB-145s now, but in like 2003, this was the only one.
1: Okay, wow, exclusive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is 146 feet long.
1: That's too big.
0: It has a max speed of 42 knots.
1: (laughs) I can't... Sorry, I'm a land... I'm a land kind of boy. How fast is that in miles per?
0: 42 knots is 48.3327 miles per hour. Is
1: that fast for a boat? I have no (laughs) clue.
0: Here's another question. Um... Why doesn't why don't boatists use miles <laughs> per hour and kilometers per hour? Why, why is there a separate thing for boats if you can just convert it to miles per hour?
1: That's a great question. We'll have to, we'll have to ask a boat boy.
0: Anyone that does boats, um, tell us <laughs> why you use knots, because it doesn't make a ton of sense to me.
1: Yeah, if we got any self-identifying boat boys in the audience, or gals. please let us know. Or gals. Bo- you don't have to be boys, a, a male to be fun. a boat boy. <laughs>
0: That's right, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Boat boys, Mm B-O-I-S. Yes. Anyway, 48 uh, and whatever thing, miles per hour. And... Couple of knots. Space for, and this is also rather bizarre to me, six cabin, uh, six people in the cabin and seven crew? You need more crew members on a mega yacht than people that can fit on the boat, apparently interesting now to me it looked like uh you could fit at least 50 people on that boat but what do i know maybe that means it can sleep six i don't know i don't know anyway um all that being said so first i need to guess at the price (laughs) and it's in euros
1: in euros Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna guess uh 3.2 million euros
0: Really, uh, well, <laughs> I was going to say good, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to level with you. Not a good guess, Stone. Do you want to try one more time?
1: 32 million euros.
0: Much better guess. <laughs> we'll meet right in the middle at 20 million euros.
1: Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of euros.
0: 20 million is, I think, 22 million dollars, I want to say.
1: I mean, yeah, twenty-two, twenty million of anything yeah, is a lot. Six
0: million dollars.
1: I say that but I think like 20 million yen's like 4 bucks so what do I know
0: Right and for everyone shouting inflation at me and how euro to usd was different in 2002 this is today okay everyone so Yeah so pipe down. calm
1: down you inflation purists come on <laughs> That's
0: right Um now Stone if you had a spare 22.6382 million dollars <laughs> are you pulling trig on this one
1: Guard Absolutely not. Wow. I do not want to own a boat of any size. Mm.
0: Okay, wow. (laughs) Because
1: as I've said before, I don't want to own something that's $20 million that could potentially sink to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Call me old fashioned, but if I spend $22 million on something, I want there to be a 0% chance of it ending up at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Okay, Stone, fair enough, but answer me this. Say you're a multi-billionaire. Does well, that change your multi-
1: answer? <laughs> Absolutely it does. If if I'm at a point where I have so much money that if I sink a $20 million yacht, it's just a bit of a bummer and not the end of my uh, financial existence, sure.
0: <laughs> okay, so last follow-up question for you on Woodstone Captain that. okay. How much of a net... This is putting you on the spot, I realize, but you still have to answer. What <laughs> okay, net anytime. worth do you have to get to before you buy a 20 million euro boat? Um,
1: I have to have a net worth of uh, uh half billy, $500 million.
0: Wow. $500 million and you're spending 22 of those on European boats. Okay.
1: Yes, and a guard, and I also, I say that because I cannot imagine that owning this boat is a cheap thing.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. No, it's not. The upkeep has to be just outrageous. I mean, you have to have seven crew members alone.
1: I'm not going to drive this. I'm going to pay someone to drive it. That can't be cheap. I have to keep a captain on retainer.
0: That's true. You do need a, a captain at all times, basically.
1: I'd imagine the yearly upkeep of this boat is more than both of our salaries combined.
0: I mean, yeah, I would I would have to imagine that's the case. I think you're right there.
1: And for that reason, I'm sticking with my 500 million. So, <laughs>
0: okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, you heard it here first, everyone. That's the first thing Stones <laughs> doing when he cracks the 500 milli mark. Hopefully, you he's already have... um done some other moves before that accountant and lawyer <laughs> comes to mind.
1: No, I'm going to I'm gonna just put all of my money into a savings account until I hit that point and then buy it, and that's it. That's my first financial move.
0: Wow. You're going to have to do something incredible to get to that, even if you're putting all of it in a savings account.
1: Well, it's after I win the lottery.
0: Then it just oh, goes, oh right, that yeah, will do yeah. it. Okay, great. So it's a oh, two-step are process. Lottery yeah, win, savings account, and then buy the boat as number two. <laughs> It's too big of a boat.
1: No single human should own a boat this big. Yes, only couples. Yeah, you have to at least be married.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Well, that's great news for your (laughs) wife-to-be.
1: Yeah, I'll let her know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Um, All right, that concludes Woodstone Captain That.
1: For Woodstone Captain That, it's almost always going to be a no.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay. But what about? But I'd like
1: I'd like for you to find something to stop me and really make me change my mind.
0: But it, I mean, but it still has to be in the movies, right? That's kind of the point of Woodstone Captain, that.
1: Yeah, so you got to be looking for some real background catches.
0: Wow. Okay, I wish I had known this when we drove past. Like three minutes out of the five of just pure boats, but.
1: Yeah, you could have. You could have probably found one in there that I'd captain, but too late. We've moved past it.
0: Yeah, next week.
1: Anyways, back to the movie. Brian's about to be murdered. Yeah.
0: The hero and of the, the film. Boy, I wonder if Brian dies.
1: <laughs> I wonder so if stupid, he does. Dude.
0: Um, Spoiler Brian alert, just, he doesn't. No, even Yeah, though, he doesn't. Even though um, his
1: ejecto fails spectacularly.
0: He presses it Come like on, six Jimmy. times in front of the guy, by the way.
1: And yeah, and the only guy's only like, on, what's that?
0: <laughs> only on try six does he say, what's that? Like while he has a gun pointed at his head with explicit instructions to kill him
1: um yeah you know he's not the smartest goon in the in the shed this is, is the bond goes?
0: villain level incompetence by this henchman
1: um it is but luckily just in the nick of time our boy roman shows up and we hear him yell over the walkie-talkie um it's Actually, guard. Do you know what he yells? Because I don't.
0: Oh, I have no idea. I, no, I was really hoping you did. I tried a few well, times. Well, great.
1: I tried a few times as well. Uh, my best guess is he says, "It's Barstow, baby. It's about to get ugly." Barstow I don't know is what bar- where he's
0: from originally.
1: Oh, Barstow is where he's from originally. That makes.
0: Now, see, I didn't realize that's what he was saying. So now that you've said that, I'm fairly confident that is what he says.
1: So that's like if you were in danger and I came in to save the day and I yelled, it's Douglas, baby. That's
0: right. Yeah. I guess they grew up together. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah.
1: If I, okay, if I came in, one of us came in yelling, it's Wyoming.
0: There Baby. we go, yeah. Still yeah. stupid.
1: Still doesn't make much sense. No, it has but, nothing
0: uh, to do with the current situation. It's not uh-huh. like being from Barstow means he he's good at ramming his car, right?
1: I don't know. But anyways, he does ram the car. Um, Brian and the goon have a bit of a tussle over the gun. And I then... I would also
0: just like to point out um, just one more time. Before any of this happens, there is an incredible amount of time... With a gun pointed at Brian's head and him trying and failing to eject this man out of a seat, frantically pressing a button, and the guy just staring at him, barrel to the head, going, what are you doing? What is that? that? (laughs) What is that thing? This isn't good for me. Pull the trigger, dude. You had ample time to murder this man.
1: Yeah, your job's to kill this guy. When he starts fussing around with a mysterious button on a cord, maybe just shoot him.
0: Some of you may be maybe saying Maybe be better at your job. Yeah. Some of you may be saying, well, maybe he wanted to wait to kill him. No, he was told to just kill him like immediately. And he has him yeah. in the car and he says something along the lines of like he's gonna die soon.
1: Yeah, he says, um, I too bad I liked you, but I gotta kill you. It's my job.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: He knows what he's there for, and he just doesn't do it. He waits for Roman to show up and save the day. I mean, that um, is
0: some thick plot armor, dude.
1: It is, and then uh, after Roman Rams him, he pulls him out of the car. They have a tussle, and then they kick him while he's on the ground a couple too many times. Dude,
0: they beat the shit out of that guy. I'm not gonna lie; I was taking pleasure in the scene. They re- it was like pretty comical how badly they beat this man.
1: <laughs> not only do they beat him, they he's on the ground wrestling with Brian, and uh, Roman comes through and just full-on kicks his head like he's a on footballer. all
0: fours and he kicks him right in the head
1: he kicks his head like he's trying to drill a 50-yard field goal yeah um enough to kill a man but it, yeah. he's not dead yet brian so they looks just at him laying into him
0: <laughs> brian like gets up for a second and like thinks about shooting him it looks like
1: yeah he pull he has the gun now brian has the gun and he points at it like i might murder this guy instead He just beat him.
0: He also just kicks the shit out of him, Just
1: kicks the living fuck out of this guy. Not only that, during the beatdown of this man that's on the ground, Roman takes a minute to stop, spit on him, and then just (laughs) keeps kicking the shit out of him.
0: Which, by the way, fair enough. I mean, this guy just tried to kill him, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have no sympathy for the guy, but... Wow, dude, I think Roman has some, like, issues because we've seen him just, like, flip a switch and go, like, primal on some dudes. Like It's, it's hard crazy. to describe,
0: yeah. It's hard just, to describe just how crazy he goes because unless you, like, see him pause and then keep going, it doesn't sound as crazy as it is, but it's so, he, like, comically beats this man to presumably to death, seen, I don't know.
1: If anyone's seen the movie Office Space where they make nah. a parody of beating someone on the ground but it's their printer it's like that but a human
0: <laughs> yeah it's crazy i, I mean it's, it's a really pretty gnarly. insane
1: choice that these two again are supposed to be the heroes but they viciously beat this guy <laughs> while he's on the ground spitting on him <laughs> kicking him punching him like the the director goes out of his way to show how <laughs> How absolutely brutal these two are, and they're supposed to be our heroes.
0: Like, now it's done again, again. It's a crazy choice. This man was trying to kill them just now.
1: He was, but like, these guys are supposed <laughs> to be the heroes. We're supposed to like them, and they like brutally beat this man <laughs> to a pulp and spit on him while he's on the ground.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just a bizarro awesome. chore-
1: choice to have our two heroes do such a vicious, vicious beatdown.
0: Yeah, it, it was it was wild, man. I like I said, I enjoyed it. Just how comically hardcore it was, man. It was it was gnarly stuff.
1: It was it was very gnarly. Um, but after a good uh, minute or two of beating a man while he's on the ground, um, mm-hmm. they see Verone just driving away in his boat, giving him a wave. Uh,
0: what do you say when a boat drives? Is it still sailing if it's powered by a motor? <laughs> Boating away. <laughs>
1: Hey, any boat boys in the audience, let us know.
0: <laughs> we don't know what to call it when a boat goes away. It's not driving Verone, it's or sailing, or maybe Verone's it is sailing.
1: boating away, yes. gives them a little wave. Um, they hop in the Camaro, kick out the windshield, I'm assuming to drive after this boat.
0: Um, um, and then yeah.
1: Verone says, you had me. 11 and a half mo- months, and you slipped once to Monica, and that's where our five-minute ends.
0: Surprisingly calm to see the man he just ordered his, uh, the death of to be alive.
1: Yeah, he gives him a nice little wave. Like I'd be a little more concerned if I were him. But
0: like, I mean his his henchmen's probably dead. I didn't right? even if you think of Brian. That, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, he sees Brian and Roman, the two people that are supposed to be dead, definitely not dead. And his goon is nowhere to be seen.
0: His drug yeah, empire's sh- not doing great either.
1: No. No, he's in a bad way, but he's keeping it cool as a cucumber.
0: Yeah, and that's and where that's, we end.
1: That's where we end. Any hot predictions um, for the next two and a half, three episodes? I don't know how many more we have. At least two
0: Dude, I, I have no idea. I mean, I guess maybe they're going to go like, chase him, and Monica maybe won't die, hopefully, is the plan.
1: I don't um, know, man. I, I mean, I, I have, do know I've seen boat's this movie, like, but it's like a
0: long ways away. I have no idea how they're gonna get catch up to also, that. Also, I mean,
1: Brian and Roman are in a car, something that notoriously does not do well on water.
0: Yeah, I have no idea how they're planning on catching that thing because it's like in the middle of. I mean, it's like almost in the ocean, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they're, they're it's, it's an ocean bound. It's a it's an ocean bound vessel.
0: And the Sorry. channel they're in is, like, very wide, so I, I have... I mean, unless they, like, shoot the boat or or something and, like, kill him from the shore, I have no idea. <laughs> just isn't...
1: All right. Well, I guess we'll just have to find out next Maybe week. the
0: FBI comes and crashes their helicopter, and that's why I saw the explosion on the top of the boat. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, well, I, I don't know, man.
1: Anyways... Uh, that's the end that's the end of the five uh we're almost done guard i was just realizing we might only have one episode left
0: sure Sounds maybe about two right, yeah
1: at least one the season maybe finale. two season are you excited guard because i sure am ready to be done with this
0: i can't wait to quit watching this movie
1: yeah me too me too um, I was... but
0: unlike the last so the last movie we watched last season was like the ending was fun just because it was fun. Like I was kind of excited to see where everything was going. I don't give a shit what these people do with the rest of their lives, man.
1: No, I mean, I bet they do a thing and the bad guy gets taken away and everyone is safe and everyone that needs to survive survives.
0: Yeah, no doubt. You know? No doubt in my mind <laughs> kind of Monica how these... makes it through. Uh, no doubt in my mind Roman and Brian both make it through. Like It's yeah, not exactly... The people that
1: the people that need to live in the end are going to live. And the people that need to, uh, uh, lose are going to lose. And that's kind of how these, these movies go.
0: Yeah. Which I, I mean, if you're watching it for like escapism, I guess that's kind of the point. I, I, this is kind of an interesting argument, right? Like since we have a little bit of time, um, it's like the Lord of the Rings versus game of Thrones debate. Like, should it be realistic and everyone dies? And does that make it better? I usually say no. um, in that genre specifically, it's fantasy, so I still like Lord of the Rings when everyone succeeds that we like. But this genre, one, isn't fantasy, and two, is like kind of boring anyway, so a, a realistic death would be like pretty appreciated here.
1: Oh, but you're not going to get that, I'll tell you what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I fully realize that. I'm just saying, like, if the director had any balls, that would have been kind of interesting, but... I don't know what have,
1: but, but that did.
0: being said again, in the director's defense, people watch these movies for like escapism. So is it better to have everyone live? There's an argument to be made both sides. I think,
1: I think it's better for this movie to end and for us to never watch it again.
0: I agree. Yeah, I'm giving this movie too much credit, but the, for the, um, more interesting movies, that's an interesting debate to have.
1: It is, but guard. <laughs> Yes. This five minutes is over. We'll have to wait till next week to see what the heck happens on this boat.
0: Come back next uh. week for the exciting conclusion.
1: <laughs> but before we go, do you have any other stuff that you've watched, read, listened to
0: that you'd like to
1: talk about real quick?
0: Yeah, I watched The King's Man the other day. How the, was it? The prequel to The King's Men?
1: I'm Because I'm interested in hearing how it is because the first King's Men, great. Yeah. Great, great movie. Yeah, yeah. The second Kingsman movie, bit of a stinker. Not great. It's okay at best.
0: Would you so say was, it was fun to like watch in the moment, though?
1: It was. It was fun, but disappointing knowing how good the first one was.
0: Well, that's what the third one is. Okay. Um, it's like the second movie um, times just two of that. So it's like. More <laughs> it's worse than the second one, but it's also more fun. More, I don't I haven't seen bananas? the same one for a while, but it's really it's fun and like bad. Um it's interesting, it's like it's fucking weird and crazy, so I give it credit for that. Whereas this movie's like bad and boring, the king's man was bad, but like really weird and interesting and just bonkers. Uh, so it was, it's like, it's like a fun one-time watch. It's not going to win an Oscar though.
1: Fair enough. I'll probably watch it at home.
0: It's not good to, to set your expectations. It's not a great plot. Like it's not a very tight, good plot, but it is a fun. I thought it was fun.
1: All right. Well, you heard it here first.
0: (laughs) Courtney watched it with me. Uh, and uh, shout out to Baylor and Howie both, we all watched together and all of us left the theater, like what the fuck did I just see? What was that? But we're all like, I did kind of have a good time though. You know, one of those.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, my other stuff is I started season two of righteous gemstones and it's really good.
0: Nice. Uh, I saw that on HBO and that's about uh, it. Also
1: took my car, got it washed up, got some beauty shots of it that I'll be posting. For last week's podcast.
0: I noticed those in the drive. I'm excited. Um, as of this recording, no one knows about no that knows. yet for one more day.
1: No, so uh, I guess I, I, we're going to put out to let us know uh, what you think it should be named. And That's again, right. at this point, we haven't seen your responses from last week's episode, so don't so, get fired uh, up that we
0: never talked about it this episode. Yeah,
1: but uh, hopefully you drop some good ones.
0: Yeah, we're excited to hear. Um, And that's pretty much it, Stone. Is that the last of your other stuff?
1: That's the last of my other stuff, baby.
0: All right, perfect. Well, uh, that's all the time we have tonight. But as always, let's all be thankful calculators exist now.
1: Dude, it'd suck if they didn't.